Hey, what's up y'all? It's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. I just wanted to hop on real quickly and remind you that you have the right to be selective about the conversations that you engage in, listen to, entertain, or whatever else you want to call it. And I'm thinking about this because I was at a show tonight uh, to go see a performance and it was through our, our, our district bought tickets. So, of course, there was like other dance teachers there and they had like a 20 minute intermission. And I really liked the show. And so me, it was probably like two or three other teachers um, and one of them I know kind of well. The other three, I don't know that well. I think I subbed for two of them like two years ago. Um, but we were just talking about the show, complimenting it, and did another teacher came out um and he was like I don't know I I was barely listening but I was listening because I was just so enthralled with the show I just watched and so he came out and he was just like yeah the show's okay and I was just looking like the show's okay anybody else hearing this and the other teachers started shaking, kind of shaking their head. And I was just like in my mind, like, wait, we was all just on the same page of liking the show. <laughs> but I guess because this guy, he has like a strong personality. You know, he was like, me and my friends was trying to do stuff like this when we were in college. So I text him during the show, like, what? You all got major money and this was the best you could do? And I'm like, wait, what? Are we watching the same show? <laughs> and I'm and I'm saying this only because he has a right to his opinion. But I was like, wait, what? But when he did, you know, because at first he, he started with something like, you know, it's supposed to be excellent. And then they, we was all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We think he about to be positive with it. He goes into what I just said. He was like, but it's not. And then like two of the teachers like, ooh, like that little shady boots thing. And I was just like, wait, what? We was all just on the same page saying we liked it. And I can't say he was being negative or positive because if that's his genuine, you know, opinion, cool. But it just threw me off because I was like, 10 minutes before he came over here, we had just been sitting out here the entire intermission talking about different aspects that we really like. Nobody said they didn't like it. And then somebody comes over who, you know, I don't really know any of these teachers like this except one. And I still don't know her like that. You know, how easily they held their true opinion back when someone had a stronger, more not so pleasant idea of the show and I was just like wait that wasn't just what we was talking about that part threw me off not that he had an opposing opinion and I was just like well I'm gonna go have a seat <laughs> like what a teacher she like she wanted to walk off too but she didn't want to you know be that you know how you feel obligated to stay in the conversation and to me I'm still getting over that obligation, but I have it way, way less. Like, I still feel that tug of like, mm, I'm about to walk away <laughs> where I'm thinking about it. But like, I did that on two different occasions where 
They was talking about stuff that I didn't feel like engaging with or listening to. Like, I walked straight off and I was like, I'm about to go to my seat. Then quickly after that, you see somebody following suit and then the next person. And that's what made me think about, you know, talking about this tonight is don't be afraid of being selective about the conversations you engage in, that you sit up and listen to, you know, that you add to. And of course, there are times, too, where it's okay to challenge somebody on the perspective that they have. I think to me, that's time or place. You just got to discern when that is. Like, say y'all are working on a group project. It is necessary for you all to be on one accord. It doesn't mean y'all have to agree, but it's necessary that, you know, everybody feels safe, that their opinions are heard and stuff like that. And sometimes it's necessary to question people or challenge people's ignorances or just make sure everybody's, you know, mind or opinion is heard so that nobody feels the pressure of the most dominant voice to minimize their their opinion. Because a lot of people who, you know, are kind of more on a positive side or they're more on a quiet side, if somebody, whether they have a negative positive opinion or not but they are confident in whatever they're saying sometimes they can dominate a conversation or group work like this can apply to many things and people who have another opinion that may not agree with theirs they kind of just shake their head and nod and then this person who's talking a lot think everybody agrees and it's usually women who don't want to be non who want to be non-confrontational in parts like that. And sometimes I think it's necessary to be confrontational. And confrontational doesn't mean arguing. It just means confronting like, well, what you know, asking a real question, like if it was in this situation, well, what was it that you didn't enjoy about the show? Well, what do you mean their budget? You know, what do you what do you mean they're international artists? They could have did better. What was it about the show that you, you know, have a genuine critique, like making them further explain themselves? Because sometimes we all speak out of ignorance or we all speak out of places that don't really have a true foundation outside of our insecurity or outside of our limited scope. Because even as I I teach a university class and I teach a dance appreciation class, and one of the first things that we do is that we talk about how do you critique art. And so, like, if I would put two drawings and not just artwork, like you could talk about videos, you could talk about dancing, you could talk about music. Usually we just kind of say, I don't like it. I like it. I don't like it. So we go through different elements like space, energy, time. How did they use their body? Did the title match what you saw in the movement? Did it match their costumes? Like we break down all these different elements. So then there's a language to, if you say you didn't like it, now you have some things that you can pull from to tell me why and to support your opinion. Cause your opinion isn't wrong. Just because you say you don't like something or because we have different opinions, but now it's grounded on something and not just, I'm just saying it's just because, or like I said, sometimes some things are based on our insecurities or our past thoughts and have nothing to do with right now. 
and I'm not relating this to him. I'm just using that situation as an entry point to have this conversation and, and to highlight when it is critical to make sure you state your opinion or confront a situation or ask somebody more questions. But tonight I was just like, I just want to enjoy the show. It ain't that deep, but I also don't want to hear him like be shady about a show that I actually am enjoying. And everybody else who's standing here enjoyed the show too, but nodding their head along to him. Like they afraid to now say what they truly think about the show you know, um, but that, that happens a lot and you could probably attest to that. You being on the other side of that, or you being that person where it's just kind of like, you know, we just kind of fall into it. You got to probably observe yourself or maybe, you know, people who do that, like somebody comes with an opposing position and say they strong about it and they they have a dominant personality. People just kind of nod their head along and they may or may not agree, but you give that person, you know, the the satisfaction as if they have a crowd of people who are agreeing because everybody's shaking their head, nodding, kind of doing the oohs and ahs, engaging them in a way that doesn't really challenge what they just came and said out of ignorance. <laughs> and so I just want to have this conversation tonight because... You know, on my feminine tip Friday tonight, because of that, I posted you have a right and the responsibility to protect and respect your own space. So for me tonight, protecting and respecting my own space was walking away from a conversation that I didn't really want to have. I really didn't want to listen to. I really didn't want to stand there and engage with it's already late. (laughs) I'm already feeling kind of sleepy, even though this show is good. I don't want to hear this right now. I don't want to be in the midst of gossiping or you talking about your college days and what you texting your friend in in between the show. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't feel like hearing that. I don't feel like standing here knowing we all just had a different opinion, but now, you know, y'all nodding your head to what he's saying. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to stand here for that. And again, I'm using this as an example. Nobody, I'm not criticizing anybody. You know, their his opinion wasn't wrong. What they did is actually very normal. And that's, again, while we're having a conversation, because I've even done that. You know, if somebody have a real strong opinion, you know, just kind of nod my head along because it's like, oh, well, I don't really feel that way. And I'm learning that, I don't want to do that one because I feel like when I do that, it dishonors me. And what I mean by that, it say, if it's a situation where it's appropriate to confront and, and the only situation I can think about confronting right now, say if it has to deal with work, like we're trying to work together to accomplish something. Or like it's just really like we're at a cookout and it's just really, really ignorant. And there are other people who might be genuine by, I mean, by they might be offended by 
by what this person is saying and you know or it's offending multiple people and nowadays we live in a world where a lot of people are offended but I mean offended by good right they're just saying something with a lot of ignorance and it needs to be confronted I want to make sure that I have the courage in certain situations that call for confrontation and I'm able to do that And the only way that I can strengthen myself to be prepared for moments like that is that if I stay true to my values, to my convictions, to my own opinions in situations, whether I confront it or not. So tonight I gained a little strength because as he was talking, I decided to walk off like y'all can continue to have this conversation without me. And I didn't feel bad about exiting the conversation. I didn't want to listen to. I didn't want that to bring down my energy. I didn't want to stand there like I, I agree. And it wasn't the appropriate place or opportunity because I don't really know any of them like that to confront, you know, so it didn't lend itself to that. So to me. Me showing that I don't support this message is me walking off. That was me strengthening myself for any situation that comes up like that again. And so everything that I talk about on here, like I don't have it down packed. I just like to think about it. I like to observe it. If I think it's something that I want to strengthen in myself, cultivate. Again, the things that I'm thinking about, I'm actively working on. Because like I said, even tonight when he walked over, he had a real nice outfit on. And you know, people who are gay too, they super animated. So he came over there, fun energy. But when he went into that, I was just like, uh. And then everybody around, they know they know each other. They've been in a district longer, so they know each other. And I'm just like, no, like, y'all was just, we was just all, we was just out here for, 12, 15 minutes praising the show. And then he come over here and y'all kind of shaking y'all head to what he's saying. No, some shady stuff like, he, no, no, I, don't, I can't condone this message or the energy that just shifted in this environment. I'm going to go take my seat because I enjoyed this show and y'all did too. So, you know, but that that's happened before. And I've again, I've been in situations where I did keep my mouth closed or I did start nodding my head along just to kind of keep the peace. And I've seen I follow a lot of like self-care pages and a lot of people reuse this quote, but it's a quote that says. Staying silent just to keep a if keep the peace is not always self-care sometimes it's a trauma response that devalues it's a trauma response that i forgot what they say but they basically say it's a trauma response because you're afraid to really speak up for yourself and when i first saw that i resonated with that so much Because how many of us do keeps have in the past or still do keep silent about things or start to be passive aggressive or just distance ourselves from people that we really need to confront, that we really need to say how we feel, that we really need to speak up or ask a question or say something very directly 
but we go into ignoring, we go into ghosting, we go into being passive aggressive, or we go into agreeing on the surface, but secretly feeling another way because we don't want to push the envelope or ruffle anybody's feathers or make people feel uncomfortable while we sit in discomfort. I've definitely been that person, <laughs> but I will not, I cannot allow myself moving forward for the woman that I want to become, make, make myself uncomfortable because I'm trying to make other people comfortable, even when I feel like they're being pretty ignorant or negative or they're doing or saying things that are uncalled for. But I'm going to stay uncomfortable because I don't want to make nobody feel bad by walking off on something I don't want to hear. Or I don't want to make nobody feel like I'm better than them because I asked them a question and I want them to explain themselves. <laughs> you know, I'm asking for clarity rather than just nodding along. Or I state my opposing opinion, not to argue, but to to allow you and anybody else to know there are different perspectives that can and ought to be heard as well. And again, with all of that, you get to discern when those moments are. Like I said, we're at a show. I don't know them like that. So it really wasn't necessary to challenge him or confront him on anything. I was just like, uh, my thing is just walking away from the conversation. Like, cause this is not a conversation I really want to listen to. I already don't really like small talk anyway. <laughs> so, you know, peace be gone. But in the past, I would have just stood there and waited on everybody else to go into the show because I didn't want to make it awkward by walking off while somebody is talking. But it's like, I don't want to hear that. Oh, y'all gossiping? Oh, I don't want to hear that. Oh, y'all talking about somebody else's business? Oh, no, I don't want to hear that. Just straight walk off distract myself and I'm becoming much more confident in making those type of choices for myself because as the feminine tip Friday said you know we have the right and responsibility to not only protect but respect our own space because other people are going to follow suit with how we treat ourselves how we treat our environment the conversations we engage in, the level, the standards that we hold ourselves to, people are only going to follow suit. And we don't attract what we want. We entertain who we are. So if I want to attract the best friends, best men, the best opportunities, I got to make sure I'm able in any situation to make sure that I'm standing on my values and I'm unwavering about that. That yes, I can be open-minded, but I'm not going to open my mind to just blatant ignorance without it being challenged. That I'm not just going to open myself up to being somebody's yes girl or sitting there being compliant to something that I don't agree with. Or allowing myself to indulge in a conversation or in an environment to make other people feel comfortable when I don't agree with what's going on in the space. I'm not, I can't do that. So I encourage you to same. Don't 
We got to get comfortable in making other people feel uncomfortable if that's what it requires. If it means walking off on a conversation or saying, excuse me, (laughs) straight dipping or changing the conversation. I remember talking to a friend one night and I haven't talked to her in like months. I really called her a few months ago, but... And she's a good friend of mine, too, but I just remember calling her and us being on the phone, and I just feel like she was being so negative. She may have not saw it that way, but I felt like every little thing she was complaining about or she found a way to turn a question I asked that was supposed to be positive, like, how you like your new job? The first sentence will be like, oh, I like it. But then these coworkers, I'm wondering if they're going to be like my last, like, what? How did, how did we get here? And I mean, every question turned like that. And my thing is like, it's not that I don't want to hear any negativity or I don't want to give my friends or anybody any space to vent because that's necessary. Shoot, I come home and I vent to myself and I talk about Stuff that I don't want to hear myself talk about, too, but it's only so much. But if that's always what I'm getting from you or everything's like that, like everything turns into some type of thing, you have to do a dissertation um, of critique and criticism, to. It just gets overwhelming. I begin to start perceiving that as negative. And. A lot of things were like that, and it got to a point where I, I kept trying to change the subject. I was like, okay, well, what's good? Tell me something good. And I think she started getting my vibe because it started getting quiet on the phone. But, you know, because I love you as a friend, I don't want to get off the phone with you. I call so I can check up on you and then we can catch up. I enjoy talking to you, but I don't want to indulge in 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 negativity like I don't want to indulge in everything I ask you turning into a gossip session or to negativity or to you know and I wasn't in the space to just say what I just said there it was just like I I did it by that time just continuing to try to change this conversation to the point where I was like well tell me something good what's good going on And it was like an awkward silence because we was on FaceTime and uh, I haven't really talked to her on the phone since. And I don't think one has to do with the other while we ain't talked on the phone because we still, you know, message each other and whatnot. But I was just like, I, I cannot, I cannot like I'm not saying because we all got things that we need to vent about. We all got things. But I was like, dang, everything going bad. It may not be everything outside of you then. <laughs> That's what people don't want to hear. But yeah, I. But that's me. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Now, you may have a higher tolerance for people venting and complaining and or you may define complaining differently or being negative differently, and we all have that right too. The point I'm making is whatever you, whatever standards you have for yourself, whatever you deem as a conversation you do or do not want to entertain, whatever you see fit 
for yourself or when you're with a group of people or whether you're with your friends of the standards you want to hold yourself to or what you will and won't engage with. Even when things start to make you uncomfortable in conversation, what is your default? Is your default behavior just to stand there and continue to be uncomfortable because you don't want to make somebody else uncomfortable by calling them out or changing the subject or walking off? Is being passive aggressive your default? Is ignoring it your default, but still is is acting like shaking your head in agreeance just to keep the space your default? Those are questions you got to ask. Because once you ask those questions and you're real with yourself, then you'll see an area, well, okay, why do I do that? And do I like that behavior? Do I like that I do that? Or is it weakening the values that I want to stand on? Is it weakening my courage to stand on the values that I believe in when I'm faced with opposition, when I'm faced with somebody I'm close to not agreeing with what I actually do agree with? Am I able to still stand on what I believe, what I know, what I think, what I feel about it? And... That's, I know, the level I want to get to without a shadow of a doubt. That area I'm still working on. I'm still working on having the courage as soon as I hear something, you know, like, not saying I walk off on everything I don't like, but those things that just like, oh, this conversation ain't for me and walking off immediately. Today I did do that stutter step of hesitation, like, dang, should I walk off? But then I quickly did, like, yeah, I'm about to go head out, hit that sponge ball. All right, it's time to head out. <laughs> I'm going to go sit down. But I can't say for sure if, if it comes to a time where I need to confront or ask more questions that I'll do that. I can't say for sure that I will. I hope I do. But it's some things about myself. I don't want to speak in certainties because then the tests come. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe I'll be ready to pass it. But that's why I said also I'm strengthening myself when I'm thinking about it, thinking about this is a value that I want to have. And then I see these situations and I see, okay, what choice can I make in this situation? It'll strengthen me being able to stand on my values in any situation. And so that's what I have for y'all tonight. You have the right to be selective about the conversations you engage with, listen to, talk in, entertain. You do not have to stand around and be uncomfortable to not make somebody else uncomfortable. And you have the right and it is your responsibility to protect and respect your space. I love you so very much. If you want to reach out to me, Arts Feminine on Twitter, The Feminine Arts Academy on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Wondering Whitley on Facebook and Instagram. And Wit Wit Hooray, W-H-I-T, W-H-I-T-H-U-R-R-A-Y is my personal Instagram. I will talk to y'all real soon.